Welcome back to the Design Your Dream Your podcast, a place where we discuss all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create the most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. I am your host, Allison, popping on with yet another episode. Do I actually need to announce my name every time I start a new episode? Did I even do that before? Do people do that? Do they need to say their name every time? I don't even remember what I used to do. I don't remember what people do. Does it even matter? Probably not. Am I overthinking right now in front of you? Yes. Yes, I am. My cat is sitting here looking at me like I am crazy. I have a cat named Mr. Purry. He's very, very demanding and he is looking at me like I'm a little off my hinge. It's probably because he actually wants me to take him outside. Uh, He's an indoor cat, but ever since I moved in with my husband to a house, we have this yard, I've been taking him outside on a leash. And before, he never got to do that because I was always very much in the city and I would try to take him outside, but he'd get really uh, like stressed out and anxious about all of the cars and like people were walking their dogs constantly and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we are now not in the middle of the city. It's a lot more quiet, private. We have this beautiful fenced in backyard and I have been taking him outside, but oh my goodness, I have created a monster because now he is obsessed. Like every single day, all day, all he does is sit out the win- sit at the window and just look outside longingly, meowing, pawing at the glass. He follows me around all day, like literally follows me around. If I get up to go to the bathroom, God forbid, or get up to go get a snack or eat lunch, I'm heading back to my office. He will follow me and yell at me. It sounds like he is yelling. He will be pawing at me. (sighs) Anyway, um, that's a little side tangent. But uh, for those of you who used to listen to my podcast a couple years ago before my two plus year break. I'm sure I talked about him. He is quite the character. He is still around and thriving. This boy turned 11 a couple weeks ago, which is just insane because that's so old and I feel like I adopted him yesterday. But anyway, um, this podcast episode is not about Mr. Burry or how crazy I am, but I did want to come on and, as I said, talk about five reasons why what you desire may not be manifesting because I'm pretty sure we've all had the experience of we really want something, we've set the intention for something, and then we experience the frustration of that thing not coming. Sometimes it may feel like things are even going in the opposite direction. (laughs) Like maybe we have been intending to manifest a better job and it just feels like nothing is showing up or maybe we never get the job that we apply for or maybe we've set the intention to manifest a romantic partner and it just feels like you've gone on date after date after date. You haven't found anyone. Maybe you haven't even gone on a date because the 
the slit, the pickings are slim, or maybe you have a business and you're like trying to grow that thing. You got a certain financial goal or, or impact goal that you want to hit. And it just never seems to be happening. Maybe things are actually seeming like they are going in the opposite direction. And I know from experience that this is so frustrating and I just want to give you a virtual hug if this is you and you're going through that uh, moment of frustration or maybe you've been going through it for a long time. But in today's episode, I wanted to talk about five things because these are after reflecting on my own journey and seeing the patterns and seeing the instances where I was coming up a lot up, up, upon a lot of resistance and also taking into account the knowledge that I have now of like how the manifestation process actually works. I have been able to write down, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but I have written down the top five reasons why whatever it is you are wanting to manifest may not be showing up yet so that you can kind of think of this list like a troubleshooting guide. You can listen to each reason and maybe one or more of them is going to resonate with you. And it could be more than one. So whatever you have in mind, whatever it is that you are desiring to manifest right now, and yet it is not coming to you or seemingly it is not coming to you yet, uh, take a listen to this and give each one of these things a little bit of thought and therefore you can bust through the resistance so that your desire can manifest. So I have a handy list. I'm not going to beat around the bush any longer. Let us just dive right on in. So reason number one, why your desire may not be manifesting is lack of clarity and specificity. So a common reason why your manifestation may be slow to appear is you haven't been clear or specific enough. So for example, maybe you set the intention to manifest more money, uh, but the problem with that is it's not specific enough. So you could have technically made a penny more than you did, or you could have found a dime on the street and your subconscious mind is going to be like, woo, done. We got more money. Universe is like, check, you got more money. And so while you did technically actually get more money, it wasn't the amount you probably wanted because you were not specific enough. Or for example, maybe you had set the intention to manifest a better house and maybe you have seen a lot of houses that might technically be better in some aspects, but they're still not what you wanted. And that's because you haven't been clear about what it is that you actually want. Or maybe for example, you've intended to manifest a better job and maybe you got offered a job that did technically pay more than your previous job. So in that respect, it was better, but maybe it was a job doing something that you hate or that you know, you knew it was just going to like suck your soul. Or maybe it was a job that you knew was going to take you away from your family and you would never see them. So you didn't take the job. So <laughs> you got to be really specific and you may even look back and be like, wow, okay. So technically 
I did already receive what I manifested. It just wasn't exactly what I wanted because I wasn't being clear enough. And I used to be really vague by saying things like, for example, last year even, I set the intention to manifest better health. But because I didn't paint a clear picture of what that looked like, there wasn't much that I was actually seeing in the way of that happening. And then I had the realization at the start of this year of like, duh, well, if I just say better health, what does that even mean? How will I know that I have indeed manifested better health? So now my definition of better health is now being specific. So for this year, for example, I have painted a clear picture of what better health looks like. So my new pants fit perfectly. I have loads of energy throughout the day, even past 3 p.m. during that lull. My lower back is pain-free because I have had chronic lower back pain for 10 plus years and so on. So you get the idea. So now I'm really specific about what better health looks like. And the awesome thing is, is I am now already checking off these very specific things that I had written down for better health. Like my lower back pain is completely almost non-existent for the first time in 10 plus years. Why? Because I got really specific on what I wanted. The universe was able to then deliver that to me. My subconscious mind was then able to give me the ideas of things I needed to do, people I needed to contact. And so it was then able to manifest. So the universe loves clear intentions. So make sure that you are taking some time. If this is you and you're realizing that maybe whatever you are desiring to manifest is a little vague, take some time to get crystal clear about what it is that you truly want. Define the details, uh, visualize the outcome and really infuse your intention with passion and purpose and get clear on why you want what you want. Not in the manner that you need to justify it to anyone else, but to make sure that it is something that you actually want. I've talked about this before, but I think it's really important with whatever you are calling into your life, get clear on why, because if you don't have a strong why, it's it's probably not something you want that bad. And <laughs> I, have, I can think of many times in my life where I thought I wanted something because it was what I quote unquote should want, or I saw, you know, people on Instagram or social media, whatever, posting about it. And I was like, Ooh, that sounds really nice. And then I was like, I should want that too. And then I realized, you know what? I actually don't care about it. So get clear on what you want. Be specific. How will you know when you have it? And why do you want it? The more specific you are, the easier it is for the universe to deliver exactly what you want and get specific to the point where it feels good and not stressful. So this is a little side note. So for me, when I look at my um, human design, that's a whole nother subject. If you know about human design, you know, if you don't look it up, it's completely fascinating. But what I know about myself is my human design type, I am a non-specific manifester, meaning that too much detail actually stresses me out and inhibits the process. So like when I am getting clear, for example, on my dream home, 
I am specific to the point where it feels good. So like I have a general idea. I want lots of natural light. I want lots of big windows. I want a indoor outdoor type feeling. I want it to be modern, minimal, efficient, things like that. A lot of natural finishes. And that's about it. I don't go into more detail about like, I want the doorknob to be made of this. And I want, you know, the, this, you know, this many, uh, I'm even getting frazzled just trying to think of the specific details. <laughs> so like, that's an example of like, get specific to the point where it feels good. And some people are specific manifestors, meaning they really enjoy getting into the nitty gritty, getting down and dirty with every single detail. If that's you do that. But my point is, is get specific enough to where you are clear on what you want. You know when you are receiving it and do it to the point where it feels good. Now, moving on to reason number two, why your desire may not be manifesting. And that is doubt and limiting beliefs. So doubt and limiting beliefs are like energetic roadblocks that completely hinder the manifestation process. If deep down you don't truly believe that what you're manifesting is possible or that you deserve it, that creates a butt ton of resistance. And oftentimes these limiting beliefs that we have are subconscious. We are not even aware of them, which makes them that much more pesky. And so I'm not going to go into super deep on this because I did do an entire episode very recently all about the subconscious mind and its role in the manifestation process and how it forms these limiting beliefs and how you can start to reprogram your subconscious mind. So if this reason number two is something that you are thinking maybe one of your roadblocks, then be sure to listen to what episode was it? Uh, episode number 114, and it's your key to effortless manifesting the subconscious mind. So be sure to check out that episode. We go really in depth with all things the subconscious mind and limiting beliefs. But the bottom line is that your subconscious mind is extremely powerful. It is responsible for creating 95% of your reality, and it will always match your physical reality to the beliefs that it has within it. And unfortunately, a lot of times we have picked up a lot of limiting beliefs from our childhood, which is when the majority of the subconscious programming happens and they are now playing out in our adult lives in these patterns that we don't like and we don't understand why these things keep happening. So like, for example, for so long, I would set these big financial goals in my business because they sounded amazing. And I'm like, yeah, I want to make that much money. But deep down, I didn't actually believe that they would happen. I had a ton of resistance around it. I had a lot of anxiety about it. While it sounded amazing and I consciously wanted that particular financial goal, Deep down, I did not believe that it would actually happen. And I had all of these limiting beliefs around, well, you know, more money equals more problems. Oh, I have to work super hard in order to create money, blah, 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 blah. 
And so money was always a hard thing for me to manifest because I had so much resistance around it that were coming from these limiting beliefs that at the time I wasn't even aware of. And so it's just funny because for so long for me, money was extremely hard to manifest because I had so much junk in my trunk around money when it came to limiting beliefs. Whereas like manifesting my husband, for example, love, that was super easy. And that was because I didn't have all of these limiting beliefs around uh, being able to manifest my perfect partner. I shared in the episode recently about how to manifest a specific person that he came into my life just two weeks after I set the intention. Like, what the heck? It was the easiest manifestation I've ever done, and that was because there was not a bunch of resistance around it. I just felt good, I was confident, I knew it was a done deal, and therefore, it showed up quickly. So maybe there are things in your life where you realize like you're like me, maybe for you money's easy, but love is hard because maybe you had some experiences growing up, whether it was seeing your parents getting divorced or fighting or whatever. Maybe you've had some experiences that have caused you to have these traumatic, you know, traumatic instances happen. And now you have these subconscious beliefs that are now making it harder for you to do one thing or another. Most of us will have a key area of our life that is more difficult for us to get results in than others. You know, maybe it's fitness. Maybe that's something you've always struggled with, your health, whatever it is. So take a moment to examine your beliefs around whatever it is you're manifesting and to challenge any negative or self-sabotaging thoughts that come up. When you think about what you're manifesting, what comes up? So maybe you have a, oh, that would be nice, but, and whatever comes after the word but is a limiting belief. Or maybe when you think about what you want, you have a feeling of anxiety come up. Like it feels good for a second and then bam, it's followed instantly by anxiety. Well, that anxiety is telling you something. There is a belief there. So ask yourself, what must I believe in order to feel this way? So for me, when I thought about my financial goal, it would sound awesome for a second and then I would quickly be consumed by doubt and anxiety and the belief that I had when I asked myself, well, how, what must I believe in order to feel this way is that's not possible. It hasn't happened to me yet. Why would it happen to me now? Well, that's going to be really hard. I'm going to have no life. I've got to work really hard for that. I'm not worthy of that. All of this stuff came up. So do this process and write down all of the limiting beliefs that you can think of, challenge them, find evidence that they are not the absolute truth, and then replace them with empowering beliefs that align with your desired outcome. Ask yourself, what must I believe in order to manifest this outcome? Those are the beliefs that you need to start repeating to yourself over and over and over again and a belief is just a thought that you think over and over and over again until it becomes ingrained as a belief. So start telling yourself a new story. Start repeating yourself. You know, start repeating these thoughts and these new beliefs. You literally want to brainwash yourself with these new beliefs that you write down. And when you do it enough, 
they will become ingrained as a subconscious belief. That is how the subconscious mind works. And by the way, if you listen to the episode that I mentioned already about manifestation and the subconscious mind, you'll also learn that the subconscious mind doesn't determine what is realistic or not. It doesn't have a concept of, oh, that's realistic, or oh, that's not gonna happen, that's not possible. It doesn't know the difference between what is imagined, what is real, so that's incredible because you can literally program it with any beliefs that you want that support whatever it is that you want to manifest. Okay, moving on to reason number three why your desire may not be manifesting is impatience and attachment. Oh man, I, you know what? I have a lot of incredible traits, but I have got to say that patience has not been one of them. I have had to learn a lot of lessons around being patient. I have definitely experienced a lot of challenge, challenges directly related to me learning to become a more patient person. So I have learned a lot about the importance of being patient because impatience and attachment to the outcome create energetic resistance because successfully manifesting something means that you are consistently energetically aligned with that outcome, meaning you are thinking, feeling, and acting like you have already got whatever it is that you want to manifest. That is, that is the basis of how manifestation works. You are consistently aligned with the version of yourself who already has what you want by thinking, feeling, and acting like you've already got it. And the version of you who already has what you want, they're not worried about getting it because they already have it. So if you are attached to it, meaning you are worried about it coming, wondering how much longer is this going to take, thinking that you need it in order to feel however it is that you want to feel, you know, I need it so that I can finally feel at peace. Oh, I need it so that I can finally feel successful. I need it so that I can finally have fun and enjoy my freaking life then that means you are out of alignment. Uh, going back to that quote that I have shared a hundred times by Albert Einstein, one of the most brilliant science, sciences, scientists, <laughs> is he said, everything is energy and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy, this is physics. And this is exactly what he was talking about, is being in alignment. I used to be so attached to whatever it was that I was manifesting because I would always believe that I couldn't feel however it was that I wanted to feel until I had it. And I've shared that before, so I'm not gonna like babble on about it, but as I've mentioned many times before, I was the queen of being like, one day when I, when I reach this goal of my business, then I'll feel successful. One day when I have X amount of money, then I'll finally feel at peace. One day when I have this person in my life, then I'll finally have a good time. And I was always 
attached to my outcome because I wanted it so bad, because I wanted to feel the way that I wanted to feel, thinking that I needed something outside of myself in order to feel that way. So a great way, if this is something that you can relate to, a great way to release attachment is to ask yourself, how do I think I'll feel when I manifest what I want? And what are specific things that I can do to cultivate those feelings as often as possible? So like if you find that deep down you want to manifest money or have this certain job because it's going to make you feel feelings of freedom, well, what are some ways that you can cultivate those feelings right now on a daily basis? And P.S., you don't need anything outside of yourself in order to feel a certain way. One of the incredible things about humans is that we can literally will ourselves to feeling a certain way if we just think about it and intend it. But sometimes it does help to do certain things in order to help us tap into those feelings. So like, what are some things that would help you to feel free? You know, maybe that would be driving down, you know, going for a drive, windows down, blasting your favorite music, singing at the top of your lungs, or maybe for you, a way to feel more freedom would be to take the day off early from work. Or if you work for yourself, you know, just be like, you know what, I'm taking the day off and go do something that you normally wouldn't do. Go to that coffee shop, you know, make an impromptu run to that store you wanted to check out or whatever it is, but find ways to cultivate however it is that you think you're going to feel when your manifestation comes and find ways to feel that way. Now you want to manifest with I want you, but I don't need you energy. Think about that classic example of dating. You know, if you're trying to attract a person, you're not going to attract them by being clingy, by being desperate, by being like, okay, okay, okay. Prime example. I just had a, a memory pop up into my mind about something that happened to me last year. This is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. So last year I was living in the city. I lived right next to the farmer's market and I would often go there in the morning to get coffee. Sometimes I would get breakfast. So on this particular morning, it was a Saturday morning and I was going to the coffee shop at the farmer's market to get my, who was, you know, my now husband, but then my fiance, I was going to get my fiance and I some coffee and I was going to pick up a breakfast burrito for each of us. And I had basically just rolled out of bed. I was wearing sweatpants. It was cold that day. I think it was in the winter. So I was wearing like my winter coat and I had my, I didn't even brush my hair. I think I had a face mask on so you couldn't even see my face. And I remember I was standing waiting for my coffee and my breakfast and this guy walks up to me. I've never seen him before in my whole life. Keep in mind, my face was covered halfway with a face mask. All you could see were my eyeballs, my eyeballs, my unkempt hair and my sweatpants that probably had stains on them. He walks up to me. He looks me dead in the eye and he goes, is there any way I could get your number, please. And first of all, I already had someone. So that was an obvious no. But even if I had been single, the amount of desperation in his voice was like 
repellent. I felt repelled. There was no way I would have given this person my number. So think of it like that. You want to approach what you're manifesting with a very detached energy. Like, yeah, you know what? I want you, but I don't need you. I'm going to thrive without you. You want to make your current life feel so good. And this is the best way to release any form of detachment or attachment. (laughs) The best way to release attachment is to focus on making your current life feel so good that having your manifestation actually come would just be like the cherry on top of an already amazing Sunday. Focus on the present. Make your current reality incredible to the point where you no longer need whatever it is that you're manifesting in order to thrive. And also remember that manifestation is a co-creative process that unfolds in divine timing. So just do your best to let go of the need to force and control every single detail. Be patient, take a breath, Focus on enjoying the journey as much as possible and just trust that everything is aligning perfectly and unfolding in the absolute best way possible, better than you could have ever imagined. Okay, moving on to reason number four, why your desire may not be manifesting. And that is, we'll get back to the episode in just a minute, but I wanted to take a second to share my absolute favorite secret weapon for manifestation which is listening to subliminal audios daily because they are the key to effortless success when it comes to manifesting what I want. And the best part is they require basically no effort while delivering maximum impact. Subliminal messages are simply any stimuli that are below a person's conscious perception and are only perceived by the subconscious mind. Subliminal audios work by embedding positive affirmations oh so quietly underneath soothing music so that as you listen, all you consciously hear is the music, when in reality, tons of empowering affirmations are directly influencing your subconscious mind, rewiring neural pathways, reprogramming your beliefs, and seriously amplifying your manifestation abilities. Backed by science and countless research studies, Subliminal audios seriously fast track your manifestation results by getting your subconscious mind on board with your goals and desires. You can use them to manifest better health, career success, more abundance, the perfect partner, literally anything. Easily download them to your phone, pop in your earbuds, and just listen to the music as you go about your day doing whatever the heck you want, working, cooking, petting your cat, You can even listen to them while you sleep, which is my personal favorite. I even created a nine-hour subliminal set to white noise that I use every single night. Go to my website, designyourdreamyear.com to grab your subliminal audio or just click the link below in the show notes. On to reason number four why your desire may not be manifesting, and that is lack of aligned action. So manifestation isn't just about wishful thinking. It requires aligned action. And that's because we live in a physical 3D reality where things don't just materialize out of thin air. 
some form of action is always going to be required. Like even if you were to manifest money from out of nowhere by receiving an unexpected check in the mail, you would still have to go to the mailbox to pick up the check. So you've got to take some aligned action and the majority of your actions should feel inspired, not forced. It doesn't mean working yourself into the ground. It doesn't mean trying to figure out every single step in advance because that is impossible. Inspired actions are those intuitive nudges that you get out of the blue where you'll suddenly get a random idea that just sounds kind of exciting or you'll get like a random nudge that tells you to call that person or to take that way to work or whatever it is. They oftentimes don't make sense, but those are your intuition those, those are your, okay, I cannot talk today. Talking is hard. <laughs> those actions are your intuition communicating to you. It's being like, yo, okay, you're manifesting this thing. Here's how to get it. Do this. Easy. I still had to take action. <laughs> I still had to put up my dating profile. I had to put myself out there. I had to actually take action and go on the date I had to also take action by listening to my intuition when it told me to propose to him. Yes, I proposed and that felt a little scary, but man, it felt inspired because it just came to me out of nowhere one night when I was talking to my sister. I got excited when I thought about it. My chest felt like it was expanding and I knew that was an inspired action that I needed to take. And right now I'm currently manifesting my uh, manifestation planner that I want to put out into the world. And I want to touch people with it in the, in a way that is impactful for them and in changing their lives. But I have to take inspired actions in order to bring that planner about, right? It's not just going to appear. I have to actually sit down and do some things that may not always be fun, but they're necessary. And then I also take inspired actions. Like I went through a period back in January or February where I was just getting so filled with creative inspiration around the illustrations that I wanted in the planner. I would spend like hours and hours every weekend doing these digital illustrations, not because I was forcing myself, not because I quote unquote had to, but because I genuinely wanted to. It sounded fun. I had ideas. I was in the flow. You can, you can ask my husband. I would just lock myself in the room with my coffee and be like, I'm going to draw. And I had the best time. So some form of action is going to be required and the majority of them should be in the, those inspired actions. So ask yourself, what steps can I take towards what I'm manifesting? Are there certain things that need to happen? Like again, with my planner, there are certain things that need to happen. I have to actually sit down and create the outline for what I want to put in it. I need to actually sit down and create the pages for the planner and to draw the illustrations for the planner. I need to actually contact printers. Um, so there are certain steps that need to happen and certain steps that feel really inspired, like the illustrations that I was talking about. Also a great question to ask is, how would I be preparing for this if I knew my manifestation was on the way? Like if I knew that were, it were inevitable, it's gonna show up on my doorstep tomorrow, would I be prepared? 
A lot of times <laughs> the answer might be no. And so that'll give you insight into some actions that you need to take. How do you need to prepare for your manifestation? If you are manifesting a move, how can you start preparing for that? I remember when I manifested my dream apartment. Oh man, I, I started packing for that like a year before I actually found and got the new apartment. I just knew that, okay, I'm manifesting this apartment. It is coming. It is done. So I started going through all my stuff. I started decluttering. I started selling things on Facebook Marketplace. And I started getting things in order because I knew it was only a matter of time. It was going to happen. And so when my apartment actually showed up in a weekend, I was ready to go. So, and then another great way to get clear on your actions is to just ask, you know, what would the version of myself who has already manifested this be doing? Like what actions did they take? And start to reverse engineer that. You're going to get clarity on a lot of the steps that you need to take. And I'm going to tell you right now that they're not always going to be easy because a lot of times they're going to be outside of your comfort zone. That, But that doesn't mean that just because they're scary, that it doesn't mean that's a sign that you shouldn't do it. That's usually a good sign that you are stepping outside of your comfort zone, which is where all the magic happens. So you've got to take action that aligns with what you intend to manifest, whether that's researching, learning, networking, uh, whatever it is. And when you do that and you start showing up just one step at a time, remembering that you don't need to know all the steps, just take one action at a time. When you do one action, that's going to give you clarity on the next action to take. When you start doing that, you're going to find that the universe is going to show up for you by meeting you halfway with the most incredible synchronicities and opportunities that just start coincidentally showing up in your life. And P.S., I did an entire episode going into all about inspired actions, how they show up, how to tell the difference between inspired actions and forced actions. So you can listen to that episode. The title is How to Take Inspired Action Versus Forced Action. And I believe that was back in February 2021. I don't know the episode number, but if you just scroll down the episode list to February 2021, 20, you will find it. So give that one a listen. And the final reason, reason number five, as to why your desire may not be manifesting is resistance to receiving. So this is something that I used to be like annoyed about because I would hear about this and I'd be like... But why would I resist that? Because I, I want it. Like, why would I resist money? I want the money. Why would I resist the partner? I want the partner. Why would I resist moving to a better place? I want to live in a better place. But the thing is, is sometimes we unknowingly resist receiving what we're manifesting due to either fear a lot of times, um, sometimes unworthiness or just general unhelpful conditioning. So for example, going back to my financial goals that I was intending to manifest many years ago, I had these goals in my business, but I realized that one of the reasons why I was coming up against so much resistance to manifesting them was I just felt totally unworthy to receive the money I wanted to make. Like I genuinely felt 
bad when someone paid me. I felt guilty. I felt gross just sharing what I had to offer with people, even though I knew that they could really help the person that the person was interested in. Like, ugh, I had so much gunk around not feeling worthy, not feeling valuable. And of course that created resistance to receiving the money that I wanted. I had the goal to manifest the money, but I did not feel worthy to receive it. So I had to do a lot of work around my self-worth and coming to the realization that I am worthy of everything I want, whatever that is, as is. There is nothing I need to do. There is nothing that I need to change about myself. I am worthy of whatever I want because I exist and so do you. So looking at if this is resonating with you, you know, sometimes it's a fear. So sometimes the reason why we resist is we, if we're really honest with ourselves, we have a fear of Success, that's really common, <laughs> more common than you would probably know. When I was working with entrepreneurs, I was always just so surprised at how many people were like, I'm afraid of having this thing. And But it's it makes perfect sense because sometimes we have, like we've already talked about, either conscious or subconscious beliefs that are scary. Like, what if my family gets upset? What if I lose it when I do get it? What if people treat me different? What if people take advantage of me? Whatever it is, we have these fears that are actually blocking us from receiving it. So it's really important to cultivate a mindset of worthiness, just deciding and knowing and affirming to yourself that you are worthy of what you want just for existing, even though society has told us over and over again that we need to be different and we need to fix ourselves and we need to do all the things in order to be worthy. That is bull crap. <laughs> so cultivating a mindset of worthiness and also of deservingness and abundance. I like to say to myself affirmations to help with this. Like anytime I found myself feeling resistant I would go to an affirmation that I would have written down in my phone, like, you know, just something simple, like, I am worthy of everything I want just for being me. And at first I would say this and I would cringe a little, but then the more I said it and the more I said it with power and conviction and I repeated it to myself over and over each day, the more it began to sink in as my truth until it became my truth. Or I would also like to say, I am so grateful for everything I have and all of the incredible things that are currently coming my way because gratitude is an incredible way to open yourself up to receiving whatever it is that you want to manifest because gratitude is the energy of receiving, right? When you receive something that you want, you feel grateful for it. You feel like, yes, I got this thing. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Or, you know, if you receive an unexpected gift, you're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Thank you so much. So by getting into the energy of gratitude, that is putting you in alignment with receiving whatever it is that you want. So it's one of my absolute favorite tools to release the resistance around receiving whatever it is that I am manifesting. And so, 
yeah, practicing gratitude every day, you know, whether it's writing a list, I know that resonates with some people, whether that's journaling. Um, I know for me, I just like to think about it. I don't personally, I used to like to list it all out, but I have a hard time writing sometimes I've noticed because I am also dyslexic. <laughs> I am dyslexic. And so oftentimes when I'm writing, I will skip letters in a word and it takes a ton of concentration for me to actually write, which is kind of, I mean, it's weird. I can type just fine, but like the act of writing with a pen to paper it takes a lot more focus for me to the point where it's not super enjoyable and this is meant to be enjoyable. So kind of going on a tangent here, but what all I'm trying to say is find a way to practice gratitude every day in a way that is easy for you and enjoyable. And for me, I like to just take a moment in the morning when I'm having my coffee to like look around and see everything that I have. Or if I'm outside, I like to look at nature, just pinpoint one thing in my life that I'm really grateful for and take a second to actually feel those feelings. So those are the five biggest reasons why your desire may not be manifesting, but I want to throw in a little little side note that maybe you know, all of these things are in alignment for you. Maybe you don't really resonate with any of these. And to that, I just want to say that remember that sometimes things just take time. You know, it may not seem like anything is changing when in reality, everything is shifting underneath the surface. Sometimes there's a lot of rearranging that needs to happen for certain things to come into our life, especially if whatever it is we're manifesting is something big. If it's something big that we've never had before, it might require a lot of things to shift in our life in order to make that a reality. So just keep in mind that the timing is always going to be perfect. There's always going to be a reason for it. Things are changing and shifting underneath the surface, even when they don't seem like it. So don't focus on all of the things that are going wrong. You know, hold fast to knowing that whatever it is you want is a done deal and is on the way. So let's do a quickie recap of the five reasons why your desire may not be manifesting. Reason number one, lack of clarity and specificity. Reason number two, doubt and limiting beliefs. Reason number three, impatience and attachment. Reason number four, lack of aligned action. And reason number five, resistance to receiving. So if one of these resonates with you, do a little work around it, like we talked about when we were talking about each one, and then just watch the changes that happen. Also, before we go, I've got to let you know that I just created a brand new free gift for you that I think you're going to love. And I created it as a thank you gift to give to anyone who takes just two seconds to rate my podcast on Apple Podcasts. Um, I mean, it literally takes, okay, maybe not two seconds, but I'm not joking when it takes like 10 seconds. <laughs> and the gift that I have created is my super helpful manifestation cheat sheet that lists the seven essential steps to follow in order to manifest anything you want, including three powerful tips for how to seriously speed up the manifestation process. And these are the exact same steps that I have followed 
to manifest all the things that were once on my vision board, my dream business, my dream partner, who's now my husband, my dream apartment. I've followed these steps to hit my big financial goals that seemed impossible to manifest better health and so much more. And I made the cheat sheet pretty so you can even print it off and put it somewhere where you're gonna see it every day for easy reference. You can put it on the wall, you can put it in your closet door, or you can screenshot it and save it to your phone so that you can easily see it. And I am also including a powerful guided meditation that goes along with it to help you truly release any anxiety or worry or doubt so that you can feel your absolute best, which speeds up the manifestation process even more. So if you would like to get my free seven-step manifestation cheat sheet and guided meditation, all you got to do is take just 10 seconds to rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts. So to do that, just have my podcast open in Apple Podcasts, also known as iTunes. I don't know why there's two names for it. I find that confusing, but whatever. (laughs) Have it open in that app and then just scroll down past the episode list to where it says ratings and reviews and then just tap the stars. And if you're feeling inspired, you know, feel free to write a sentence or two about why you enjoy it. I genuinely love to know why. I love to read it. And then before you hit submit, take a screenshot of your rating and simply email it to my team at hello at designyourdreamyear.com. Again, that's hello at designyourdreamyear.com. Or you can also DM me your screenshot over on Instagram, whichever is easier. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at designyourdreamyear. But that would truly mean so much to me. I know I've been talking about it and I've been saying it in every episode, but that is truly the best way to support this show and to support the podcast because those ratings and reviews are needed in order to tell the algorithm to actually, you know, share my podcast with people. Fancy that. All right, my friend. Well, that is it for today. I hope you found some value listening to this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And remember, every day you have the opportunity to intentionally cultivate the life of your dreams through your thoughts and your actions. You're a freaking powerful creator. So get out there and live your best dadgum life. And I will see you next time.